Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Watching the Webhead. I'm your host, Delanel, and today I'm going to talk to you about the TV rights and the video game rights of Spider-Man. Um, now, I've talked about the movie rights. It's pretty straightforward. The movie rights are pretty straightforward. We already know Sony owns the movie rights. Any movie you see with Spider-Man in it, whether it's standalone or as a featured character, Sony is responsible for it. If it's a standalone movie, it is a Sony movie. If Spidey is featured in a, a you know like a character in another movie, Sony is lending the character to that movie and his likeness and whatever it is. I want to get that clear, just in case you didn't know, that is how it works for the movies. But we don't talk about TV shows, and we don't talk about the video games as much. But I wanted to just talk about it a little bit, just to make sure you guys knew the protocols and and procedures and and whatever. Uh, We'll start with television first. Television is split. Uh, Sony and Marvel have split the television rights for the character. Sony owns the majority of it. Um, however, um, you know, it is split. So let me go ahead and describe that for you. They are split in two ways. They are split between live action and animation They are also split by length of time for the shows. So, Spider-Man television, okay? The live action rights, live action television rights, Sony owns those rights. So any live action Spider-Man show that you see... Which we have not seen. The closest thing we've seen so far is uh, Silk. The Cindy Moon show. Sony is trying to work on that. Nothing quite you know, close to happening. I think they have a showrunner and director. They might have the actress they want to use for Cindy Moon. And I know I've read sometime last summer that the show would most likely show up on Amazon Prime. Um, so Sony's working on it and because they're trying to launch on Amazon Prime, it sounds like this is a streaming show. So I guess that's where they want to have their streaming outlet, uh, using Amazon. But again, they, they just signed the agreement with Netflix that for all of their movies after theatrical runs would be exclusive to Netflix. Um, it never said anything about television. As far as I've read, nothing about the TV rights to the characters. I'm not sure. Uh, I guess Amazon is negotiating for those rights or they're just using Amazon for that one particular show. I don't know. Um, animation is where it gets split. If a show is 44, if a show is longer than 44 minutes, an animated show, it belongs to Sony. If it's 44 minutes or shorter, it belongs to Marvel. I know. 
I'm not sure why they decided to split that part. Um, so the television shows, the animated shows, Sony will basically get an hour show. Marvel apparently agreed more to a half hour show. Why do I say that? Well, a show that lasts for 45 minutes, when you add in commercial time, you're about an hour. So like if Sony made an animated show, they could put it on a streaming platform and it will be, you know, 45 minutes or longer, however long it would be. If they made the show like 45 to 50 minutes long, there's a block of commercial time that they can use and they could put it on like a television network, like a TNT or if they want to be weird about it, they can compete with the Arrowverse on the CW or something like they could do something like that. So I, you know, they have that ability to make longer animated shows and then they have the ability to make live action shows, which also would most likely be like an hour long. A lot of, a lot of shows are coming out to be an hour long these days versus a half hour. Um, so I, except for sitcoms, sitcoms seem to last still for the half hour traditionally, but dramas, um, and, and, uh, I guess the action stuff, you know, they like to tell their stories in that full hour, get more information out there, which I, I, I can agree with. Comedy does seem to have better form and shorter burst. Um, whatever point is. That's how the television rights are split. Uh, Spidey, depending on if it's live action or animated, it's either going to be a Sony or a Disney Marvel production. Again, I don't know really why they have it split. I think maybe I have my own answer now that I've actually processed a little more. Disney has... When they took over, you know, when they, when Disney took over Marvel and they reworked the arrangement with Sony, part of it was Disney slash Marvel gained the television rights for Marvel. And at the time, we thought it was all television rights because the only thing that we saw as an immediate impact was the spectacular Spider-Man. The Spectacular Spider-Man ended because of the arrangement that Sony and Marvel had. So I think most people kind of assumed, um, and even Greg Wiseman was kind of like, it looks like Marvel just owns the character and the rights and everything. He was right and he was wrong because he was right. Marvel slash Disney owned the rights to Spider-Man, but in that kind of half-hour bracket, right? Spectacular Spider-Man was about, you know, what, 20, mid-20 minutes long, right? For that half-hour block. So Disney took that block and and they created Ultimate Spider-Man, and then they created Marvel Spider-Man. You know, they created two series, after that, 
both animated, both basically half-hour show. Whereas Sony retained, I'm going to say they retained live action as well as anything longer than 44 minutes. I think Disney did this. I think Disney asked for that half hour block because they did, in fact, want to be able to show, um, I guess, a kid-friendly Spider-Man show. And it was better off doing something for just a half hour. It's easier to do a half hour little show for the kids and be done with it. Put it on Disney XD or Disney Channel or something and just we're done. Right? I think that's what Disney was thinking. Uh, <clears throat> there aren't a lot of hour-long animated shows when you think about it, right? Like You don't really see that often because at that point, if it's an hour long, you might as well add another half an hour and just make it a movie. Like it's, you know, you might just make it a movie. Um, it's very expensive to do animation. So I think Disney wanted to take a cheaper route but still have TV show for Spider-Man and still own a space of the TV uh, sphere um, for Spidey. So I think that's probably what part of the negotiations went like. Um, So the television rights for Spidey, we've gotten that taken care of. Next, we'll talk about the video game rights. Right. So, okay. The video game rights has been, I don't think controversy is the right word. Confusion seems a little drastic, but there has there have been questions and, and um, things that have seemed a little uncertain about the video game rights for Spider-Man. So... Uh, let me let me start off with this. Spider-Man that came out in 2018. Um, it was it sold the most. I think it's the best-selling uh, superhero video game of all time, right? Very popular, very highly rated. One of the best video games of all time. I think, I think it was the game of the year, as well. Like this was just a phenomenal game. Um, so we got all of that. This game was different because this was the first Spider-Man game that we got that was exclusive to PlayStation. All the other games, all the other Spider-Man games before then was on multiple platforms. You could play it on Xbox. You could play it on... PlayStation, you could play it on PC. Um, so that that was kind of like the whole the whole thing, right? <clears throat> now all of a sudden, this is exclusively on PlayStation. So why was that uh kind of confusing? Well, ultimately, who owns who makes PlayStation? Sony. <sighs> so um, and then here's the other kicker. The publisher of the game was Sony. Mm-hmm. 
So now you're looking at a publisher and a platform owned by the same company using a character that in another part of the company also owns the rights to the character. It's easy to think, okay, well, Sony must run the show with Spidey. But after some digging around and some research, it's actually the Spider-Man game from Insomniac, which Sony ended up purchasing in 2019. So not only is the developer, yeah, the developer, Insomniac, the publisher, and the platform are all owned by Sony. Sony just controls the whole life cycle. But this was all a big accident. It just so happened. So here's what happened. Back in 2016, Marvel Games made an announcement. Marvel came out and said, okay, hey, everybody, listen. Uh, We're ending our agreement with Activision. Um... And we are going to be partnering up with Sony and Insomniac. And at the time, this is 2016. So at the time, Sony and Insomniac are still two separate entities. Sony hasn't made the purchase yet. Maybe there are negotiations. I don't know. But there was no purchase yet. All we knew was that Sony, the developer, the game, not developer, Sony, the publisher, and Insomniac, the developer, entered the partnership with Marvel Games, the rights holder to the character. But here's the thing. So Activision had been doing uh, Spider-Man games since 2000. 2000 until 2014, the fiasco of uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, right? So... <clears throat> It just so happens right after, right after, you know, like basically in 2014, the Sony hack happened, right? Sony collapsed, scandals, people were fired and let go, shuffled around. The company went through a whole thing. And it looked like they were going to go bankrupt. Then people were talking about, oh, is Marvel going to buy them? I guess Marvel ended up going Fox instead. But, you know, there was a lot of issues with Sony. Sony was looking pretty bad in 2014. It just so happened, right after that happened, Sony came to Disney and said, uh, Hey, guys, how are you? Um, we haven't done well with Spidey. Could you guys do something with him? You can use him in your cinematic universe. Go ahead. We, we we keep effing up. And like I said before in the past, the, the uh, agreement with Sony and Marvel for the film rights is such as every like five-ish years, if Sony doesn't put out a movie, the rights revert back to Marvel. And Marvel just retains the rights and that's it. If that were to happen, Sony will most likely go under. Spidey is definitely bringing in uh, a great amount of money um, for television, 
for movies and for video games. Sony has survived off of Spidey. But anyway, uh, so that was basically in like 2015 when Sony came to Marvel and said, could you help us out? And it just so happened that Marvel and Sony come out with another announcement about a year later, shortly after. This was in June of 2016. Shortly after we saw Spider-Man on the big screen in the MCU, the Captain America movie came out in May of 2016. Okay, so it just, you know, there's a lot of different things happening here. Marvel and Sony once again announced, hey, we're bringing, we're we're working with Sony and Insomniac to bring you Spider-Man games. So it looks like, okay, well, there's, there were multiple ways to look at it. One way to look at it was maybe that was part of the original agreement. When they talked about the film rights and the TV rights, maybe they also had the um, the game rights, right? Because these standalone games were coming out exclusively for Sony, basically. There was no Microsoft, there's no PC, no Google Stadia, even though Google Stadia didn't exist back then, but, you know. Um, so it just so happened, you know? It just so happened. That, you know, it could have been, oh, this is part of a wider agreement that the companies had. I mean, what are the odds, you know? However, the CEO of Insomniac at at that same, you know, whatever, he explained exactly how this actually happened. Apparently... Marvel came to Insomniac Games and Sony and Marvel said you guys can do an exclusive. Maybe they asked them, maybe they granted them the favor. I don't know how it was presented. But basically Marvel was like, hey, you could do an exclusive game for your platform. Um, pick a character. I said, what? Yeah, pick a character. So remember, Sony being the publisher that Marvel came to, Sony was the ones that picked Spider-Man. Marvel left it up to any character in their library. It could have been any. They could have made a game, a Black Panther game. They could have made a Squirrel Girl game. They could have made any game for any of the characters. Punisher game. You know, a shooter game. You know, they could have Punisher. They could have Daredevil, Electra. They could have had Nick Fury. They could anybody. It could have been like a spy game, like Nick Fury or Shield or, or something. You know, like any character. Sony picked Spidey. It's pretty easy to see why. Sony already owned the movie rights. They own most of the TV rights. They are most familiar with the character. And in a lot of ways, it's almost like a branding at this point. It's like Sony and Spider-Man go hand in hand. You know, this arrangement has been, you know, a setup for what? A score now. 
a score like 20 years or so you know this more than 20 years so you know the these guys it just so happened they picked Spidey but the fact is there was no uh specific exclusive content the only thing that we got was that Spidey uh well is that Insomniac and Sony publisher were allowed to pick anybody to be exclusive. They went with Spider-Man. The smart choice. And then Sony solidified that control. They purchased Insomniac. Um, So now, the developer, the publisher, own, basically, essentially own the standalone rights to a character on a platform that is all owned by the same company who just so happens to own the film rights and most of the TV rights. I emphasize standalone because um, Spidey has shown up in many other games. Um On various platforms. Including mobile. So obviously. This was not an exclusive. Only Sony can use. uh, Spider-Man. This was a transfer. Okay. They moved on from Activision. And they partnered up with Sony. So here's here's what I'm thinking. My guess. My guess is um, when they first talked to Activision, they probably said you can use whatever hero you want. Um, And maybe Activision went with Spidey. I mean, Spider-Man, listen. Spider-Man is the flagship hero of Marvel Comics. There there really isn't much debate about this. The MCU brought a lot of characters up in popularity. But at the end of the day, Spider-Man is still the number one guy. Okay? He, comic books, he brings in the most money. He's selling the most copies. He's always up at the top or around the top. Merchandise, he's always around the top or at the top. His movies, especially before the MCU, you know, his original, you know, the Sam Raimi movies, they were they were bringing in all kinds of cash. Just crushing records after records after records. Spider-Man was and is a juggernaut. So, if given the opportunity to be able to choose one Marvel character to base a whole game off of, and perhaps a game universe off of, Spider-Man is an easy choice. He's a very realistic player that you can play. He's not too overpowered, you know, but he's not like a, a one-trick pony type of hero. There's so many things you could do with him. He's swinging around. He's using his web shooters. He, he you know, he's spider sense. You know, he's crawling around. You could do stealth missions. You could do hand-to-hand combat. You could do all kinds of things with the character in a video game setting. If you do it right, you get 
like we saw in 2018. Even the Miles Morales game was was great in its own right in 2020. So I mean, it it's it's he he's definitely one of the easiest heroes to make a game out of. There's a reason why, like some games, like the Superman games that have come out throughout the years, have all just like they've sucked because he's so overpowered. What is there really a threat to him, realistically? To go through an entire game. His whole game would have to be save civilians before they die. Like his only weakness is time outside of Kryptonite. Like it, you know, that's why Batman is so successful with the Arkham games. Because he could do so much. He has so many different gadgets. He, you know, you could all kinds of play styles. And Spidey fits that same mold. So, <clears throat> you know, I think that's why Sony. You know, besides already being so familiar with the character, Sony picked Spider-Man because he's a huge brand. He's an, he's a huge icon. Even when the MCU was rolling around, people were still waiting for Spidey to be part of it. They wanted Spider-Man to be part of the Avengers. Fans out there in the world. That's all that matters. Spidey. I, you know, if you're not a Spider-Man fan, you're in the minority. You know, I mean that that it that the numbers, those are just the numbers talking, the numbers of of how much he's worth. You are in the minority. That's that that's a fact. That's not an opinion. It's a fact. If you if you're not a fan of his, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I think that I I I think I saw a headline somewhere like last year that. He's the favorite uh, hero in America. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so what do you want me to say? You know, he's he's the man. He's Spider Man. I don't, you know. Um, so those are the video game rights. Um, so I hope that I hope that all was cleared up for you guys. Um, the video game rights. Seems like kind of an accidental thing. Marvel owns the video game rights. In, cl- in case I didn't make it clear. Marvel owns the rights. It's just at this point in time. Standalone games. They've given those. You know they're allowing Sony to use. His you know the character. And games. But there are plenty of other games. Mobile games. Console games. That feature Spider-Man character. And. You have to sign off with Marvel before you can use the character. Marvel will allow you to use it, you know, and that's that's what it is. So let's review one more time. I talk about TV and film and games because that's what this podcast is about, where you're watching him on some kind of screen. Um, sometimes we play as him, but for the most part, we are watching him. So watching the webhead, film rights, all Sony. Animation or live action belongs to Sony. TV rights, live action belongs to Sony. Animation that is 45 minutes or longer, Sony. 44 minutes or less, Marvel. Video game rights, Marvel. However, they have granted Sony uh, 
standalone game rights. So they get to use um, Spidey and standalone games the same way that Marvel is allowed to use Spidey um, in their movies, like the Avengers movies or the Captain America, even though that's technically an Avengers movie, it's called Civil War, that's okay. Um, so that that should break everything down for you guys. Hopefully that that's enough, that should be enough. Uh, you guys, let me know if you have any other questions about these rights. Um, they are, some, you know, especially the video game one and the uh, exclusive to PlayStation, that is such a weird, odd coincidence. But it just so happened um, that Sony picked, like Marvel said, pick whoever you want, whatever character, and then we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, and they picked Spidey because... They were confident that they could make it work, and they did. You have to give Sony credit. Ever since that hack, ever since everything happened with the Amazing Spider-Man, Sony has turned it around and is producing high-quality content. Obviously, Marvel and Disney are assisting, but at least for the video games and the movies, Sony is definitely doing a a much better job after the Amazing Spider-Man disasters that we saw. So, um, I mean, they were only responsible for the movies. Uh, The games, you know, it is what it is, but Marvel gave the rights to that character for the... Actually, I have to do research because the games are based off of a movie. But I guess they're technically not officially part of the movie so marvel would be allowed to do whatever they want with the character give it to whoever they want just so happened that particular studio i'm guessing the studio the 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 amazing spider-man developers and publishers they probably had to talk to sony and marvel like they probably had to talk to sony and say hey we're doing this movie this game based off of your movie so like there's probably some kind of rights involved with that and then we want to use spider-man in the video game so they probably had to talk to marvel i'm not sure how that works because the rights to the movie and the rights to the character are owned by two different entities at that point so um, to make a video game out of material that's from two separate companies, I don't know which one would dominate. Like, because they're making a video game, do they only have to talk to Marvel? But also because it's obviously marketed and branded as being part of a movie, do they have to talk to Sony? Would they have to talk to both of them? That That is actually kind of a weird, interesting twist. You don't see that often. Usually if you make a game out of a movie, the movie is owned by the movie, like the company, you know. Uh, they And the company usually owns the movie and the characters within that movie. It just so happens that the video game rights and the movie rights of this particular character are split. But the project you're working on would technically require both signatures, it seems. I'm not entirely sure. 
But anyway, you guys let me know if you have any questions. I think I'm getting bit by something. I think something is... I see something flying around. And my arm and my leg are both itchy. And I'm pretty sure I have like these little bites. So whatever is flying around, I think it's been eating me. Um, so I'll have to get to killing after this is over. Yes, um... You know, I think it's kind of ironic. Spider-Man says he doesn't kill. Like, that's his rule. Would he kill insects? That's kind of what spiders do. They poison them with the... I don't know. Anyway. It's interesting how I can turn a real-life thing into a Spider-Man-related topic. But anyway. Um, yeah, you guys let me know if you have any questions about any of the stuff that I talked about. Hopefully now you know exactly who owns what when it comes to Spider-Man. So when you see the next announcement about a project, you'll have an idea of who is behind it and who is responsible for it. His stuff is pretty well split. Um, it's pretty evenly split when you look at the TV and the game and the, the uh, movie rights. Um, so depending on, you know, there's a lot to consider. Um, but uh, all right, let's do this outro, baby. <laughs> Ow, my arm. This is crazy. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. If you want more, make sure you follow my uh, podcast here on whatever platform you're listening to. I don't know where you're at, really. Um, And, you know, check out my website, dullinell.com. And follow me on Twitter. I'll be tweeting Spider-Man stuff and 76ers stuff. And other random stuff. Stuff! Right? What is that web fluid made out of anyway? Stuff? (laughs) Thanks for listening. Keep swinking.